Hello folks and welcome to FS Ride Along. This will be episode 12. I know I've been saying that for the last 30 times, but this will be episode 12. And I'm calling this Next Generation Sims 2 because we have more to talk about with Next Generation Sims. Um, first of all, the I watched part of the Jordan King video. Uh, where he has a hands-on uh, demo of Flight Sim World. And my conclusion about Flight Sim World is this. I care so little, I almost passed out. Um, that's not to say that it isn't a worthy effort, and, you know, it speaks to the casual market, certainly. Um, but it doesn't speak to my market, so I don't care. Um, that's the bottom line there. So, uh, by process of elimination, I am now looking at Prepared 3D version 4 and X-Plane as my next generation sims. And really, I'm going to limit the scope of conversation in the future to those two sims because uh, that's where I think we're going next. Um, now, there's some issues that have cropped up. Um, 64-bit, uh, is an architecture change. It requires rejiggering code, and that can be complicated and time-consuming. So, any ports on the 64-bit that, uh, serious developers might do is going to take some time, and we have to all be aware of that. Um, and, of course, important players in the marketplace... Uh, like Level D, um, assuming they'll be updating, since they updated for Prepared 3D Version 3, I assume they'd update uh, the 767. Um, PMDG, certainly. Uh, Quality Wings, maybe. It's hard to say what Quality Wings will do with all these developments. Um, And Aerosoft, those are the players that I'm looking at that I would categorize in series A2A2, I'm sorry. So PMDG, Aerosoft, A2A, Quality Wings, uh, TFDI, that's another one, and um, uh, Level D. So I think those are all the serious players in my book. Um, there, It's going to take them a while to adapt to 64-bit um, for P3D version 4, and I'm assuming that's going to be their default next sim choice because... PMDG's CEO, Rob Randazzo, I wanted to make sure I got that right this time, uh, has made clear that he really does not want to uh, put his products, or does not relish the idea of putting his products in the Steam store, and I don't blame him. Um, So that eliminates uh, Flight Sim World, I'm pretty sure. So uh, then we're just talking about P3D, version 4, and X-Plane, as I previously mentioned. So, um, it's going to take them a while to go and adjust the 64-bit architecture. The other variable, um, for those, I guess, that are a little bit more serious than I am, uh, that use FSUIPC, is um, Pete Dawson has not said whether he will adapt FSUIPC for a 64-bit or not. That's going to take some time, and that's going to take some rejiggering. So, 
wherever uh, Lockheed Martin is with prepared 3D version 4, um, and we don't know where they're at with it, um, I'd assume it's coming out this year, but goodness knows. Um, you know, that's all a mystery. Um, I'm, I'm really hoping uh, that the traditional FSX and... Um, P3D developers, mainly, again, A2A, PMDG, Aerosoft, Quality Wings, and uh, Level D. Uh, I'm hoping they reconsider X-Plane. Um, I know PMDG developed one product for X-Plane. I get the sense that it didn't sell well, and that's probably why they're delaying any further ports to X-Plane. Um, the other as- aspect of things is there's already 737, a 777, and a 747 for X-Plane. Granted, the 747 is a Dash 8, but most of PMDG's airplanes are already modeled for, X- uh, for X-Plane. So there is that. Um, and, you know, I don't know the rate at which... Uh, flight sim users are going, serious flight sim users are going to X-Plane. Um, I think most people are waiting for P3D version 4 and are missing an opportunity with X-Plane, in my humble opinion. Uh, which one will be better, ultimately, I can't say, but I will say that I think X-Plane is a pretty good option. Um, now, within the confines of, uh, P3D and, uh, X-Plane, um, you know, we have this variable of FSUIPC may not be updated for 64-bit, so that would leave both P3D and um, X-Plane extremely limited, because there is an FSUIPC for X-Plane, I'm pretty sure, XFSUIPC. So that would leave them out, that would create problems for some users. Um, you're not going to get any relief on the Flight Sim World side. So, um, I guess you'd be relying on Sim Connect for the P3D side and whatever, uh, Laminar Research has done as far as, uh, interfacing goes for the X-Plane side. And I'm guessing that, if nothing else, the interface for, uh, connections on both the P3D side by default and the X-Plane side by default is going to be a lot more robust than the traditional SIM Connect would have been. So maybe that'll help. Um, But the bottom line here is no matter when P3D version 4 comes out, uh, it's going to take a while for developers to port to that. Um, and we don't know if developers are going to port to X-Plane. So you may have to, if you want to go to X-Plane, um, switch to developers like Flight Factor and I want to, I don't know the other, uh, developers, but there are a couple other, um, developers that look like they have high quality add-ons for X-Plane, serious high quality add-ons for X-Plane. So, um, that, that's where I think we stand in X-Gen. So, for my purposes, um, like I said, uh, Flight Sim World, in my view, is not a serious sim. Um, <clears throat> I could probably spend some time with it. I probably will spend some time with it, because it's free, why not? Um, and I could probably come up with a 
you know, 20, 30-page document detailing what could be fixed, what could be made better, and how I think it should be done. But, since I'm not on staff, I'm not going to do that. Um, so, um, that pretty much takes care of that, and I think... Uh, Lockheed Martin and uh, Laminar Research both have really solid, good ideas of what makes a good sim and what uh, they need to do. They know how to approach it, so you know there would no there would be no need for somebody to tell it tell them how to approach it, though they probably consult uh, less so on the uh, Lockheed Martin side, but uh, certainly on the X-Plane side, the developers probably consult with Flight Factor and that bunch uh, when they do uh, new development iterations. So it's all coordinated and it all makes sense, and Laminar Research certainly understands, and I think uh, Lockheed Martin to some extent, uh, that what sells the sim is the add-ons, not the sim itself. And, you know, that's a core thing to understand. Um, and the other core thing to understand, as I've said before, is, you know, you really shouldn't be trying to make money off the developers because your money is going to be made by the products you sell based... Uh, your money is going to be made from the sales of your product based on what the add-on developers do. In other words, if BMDG develops Flight Sim World, that's going to move a hell of a lot of copies of Flight Sim World. Uh, if PMDG doesn't develop for Flight Sim World, and I don't think they will, um, then no sales there. Um, the sales that serious serious simmers will not will not adopt it. I, I think that's going to be the bottom line here because Caronado is you know decent as they are. They don't fall into the serious sim category in GA. A2A does. Um, and while I don't fly A2A planes, I understand the level of complexity and detail that they. Uh, approach there, and I know it is uh, roughly similar to what PMDG and Aerosoft do. So, uh, that's where we sit with Next Generation Sims. It's going to come down to P3D version 4 and X-Plane. Um, and X-Plane is already here. Um, is it going to need additional updates? Probably. Um, but Laminar Research, I think, knows what it's doing. Um, I think the X-Plane community is growing. Growing by how much, I don't know. Um, but I think it is growing. Um, now, I saw an article from FS Elite, and uh, it was kind of looking skeptically at how much X-Plane is really growing compared to FSX. Uh, there's another number of problems with that. Uh, one, they measured the Steam edition of both, so you don't know what the user base is of FSX overall, Steam edition plus CD edition, um, and you don't know what the entire X-Plane 11 user base is, Steam edition plus uh, direct download edition. So, your information is not valid. Um, you're only taking a small sample of the information, and that's not valid. That's not an accurate study. Your whole, the whole basis for the article is off. Um, so, going on from that flawed start, they make a bunch of conclusions and um, uh, f flawed analyses. 
um, one of the sticking points was the price point. And now the price point for FSX at this point, Steam Edition anyway, is about 25 bucks. The initial price point for FSX was uh, between 50 and 60 bucks. I'm pretty sure it's been a while, but I'm pretty sure that was the price because at the time it was a AAA title. Um, now X Plane retails for about 60 bucks. Um, it's not a mainstream title, but it is developed to the level of AAA, I think. So, it warrants a $60 price because it covers the entire world. Uh, it has detailed scenery for the entire world. It has an updatable Navigraph database. Um, and they did go to the trouble of putting all the data in there to begin with. And a lot of base airports and a lot. They put a lot of work into this. And it's a lot of serious work. So, I think it warrants 60 bucks. Flight Sim World and FSX Steam Edition, on the other hand, FSX being almost 11 years old, uh, is going to be in the bargain bin, so 25 bucks is about right. And based on the level of seriousness and complexity and content that I've seen from Jordan King's video, 25 bucks seems about the price point for Flight Sim World. Um, if it was a different product, you know, you could warrant 60 bucks, but I think... I give Dovetail some credit on this. They know the market they're in. Uh, I'm just not in their market. Uh, I wish they communicated that better, What who's going to be in their market, because, you know, they, their marketing is interesting. Um, but 25 bucks is the right price for that. Um, so, um, you know, now let's look at P3D. P3D, I think... Uh, for the student version, right now it's either 60 bucks or 100 bucks. I don't know because I don't own P3D. Uh, we don't know what Lockheed Martin is going to do with the next uh, version of P3D. Um, there's some um, uh, hypo some who hypothesize that uh, the student license is going to be taken away. Based on the fact that Lockheed Martin is showing up at Flight SimCon, I don't think they're going to do that. I think they're going to continue to risk the issue with uh, license and still uh, have that student segment. Um, so I still think we're going to see a $60 to $100 entry point. So on that level, um, X-Plane 11 and P3D version 4 will probably be on par price point wise. So, um, I think those are the two things that need to be compared and contrasted. Uh, the FS Elite article was s bad. Um, that's about as nice as I can be. Um, so, you know, what we're going to see on the various platforms, um, you know, what the adoption rate is going to be from people who are still using FSX, like me, to P3D versus X-Plane, I don't know. Um, financially, I'm strapped, but I may go the route of using all three sims, um, because, like I said, Flight Sim World is free since I already own um, Flight School, so might as well with that. Um, and, you know, I'm not, I'm not going to give a lot of feedback because I, I, I don't see the point. Um, they 
have developed a specific market for their game. They know what they want to develop. Uh, it's not what I'm interested in, and, you know, it's as simple as that. So, um, I don't care about that. Um, I care about P3D version 4 now and uh, X-Plane 11. So, for the moment, um, I'm going to work hard to try and continue to put, put my uh, effort, focus, and desires in the X-Plane direction. Um, it's going to be hard because they keep releasing add-ons for FSX, and it's pissing me off at this point, actually, because I still want the 787, and I still want uh, scenery for Minneapolis, and then there's also things that have already been released that I want. Uh, Sweden... Or not Sweden, I'm sorry. Um, Stockholm from Orbix is something that I would like. Um, and uh, from Fly Tampa, I would also like, well, Tampa, because why not? Um, Toronto from FS Dream Team. Charlotte looks good. I still have issues with the Quali engine, or however you pronounce that, but Charlotte looks good. Uh, when that comes out, uh, Vancouver, I want just to have it, uh, Fly Tampa, Toronto, I'm not sure if I mentioned that already or not, and Fly Tampa, um, uh, da -da 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 -da, Copenhagen as well, and, uh, lastly, uh, I want, uh, uh, Flight Beams, um, uh, Auckland, when that comes out, which is probably a ways away, which might mean that it only comes out for P3D. Uh, I'm not sure. A lot of the P3D stuff is going to depend on uh, whether they take that student license away. If they do, uh, then we're all going to, then all serious simmers are going to have to go to explain at some point. There's just not going to be a choice. Um, and the sooner people wake up to that possibility, the better off they'll be. Plus, like I said, X-Plane is already here. So there's no waiting. There's no variables. You know that X-Plane's here. You know that Fight, Fight Factor and a number of other developers make some serious add-ons. Take advantage of that. Um, uh, really, there is no downside. It's easy to set up. Um, why not, really? Um, and, you know, again, for what it's worth, I think... For their market, I think Dovetail is going to produce a sim that people are going to be happy with. I just don't think it's going to be a long-term thing. I think it's going to be on par with train sim, and I'm not in the train sim market either. So, you know, I think Dovetail is going to, you know, they're, they're going to get some backlash from the series community because they're going to say, yeah, this is not a serious game. Um, but casual players, they might like it, and, you know, for 25 bucks, they'll play it, and they'll play it for about maybe 20 hours, 15, 20 hours, and that'll be it, and that's that, and, um, you know, maybe, maybe it'll introduce some new users into the community, and maybe you might see some feed over to X-Plane or P3D version 4. Uh, I'm not sure, I don't, I don't think there's going to be a lot of transition. I don't think there's going to be high uh, amount of traffic going from the Flight Sim World level to the P3D or X-Plane level. I just don't think that transition is going to be made um, because it's not an easy transition to make. Uh, it took me a long time to transition from 
you know, casual, light, well, not casual, I was never casual, but it took me a while to go from limited knowledge of how real-world systems worked uh, and using the default uh, FSX and FS2004 and previous version stuff to going to PMDG level stuff. Um, I didn't do it until about 2006. And I've been flight simming since at least 1999. Um, So that tells you something. And it's, like I said, it's not an easy transition to make. Um, So I think the the amount of players that we're going to see go from the flight sim world market to the P3D X-Plane market is going to be real limited. Uh, The amount of players that we have in the base uh, right now that are using X-Plane and they're using FSX and they're using P3D as serious simmers is probably going to stay the same. It might even shrink eventually, which is going to be a problem. Um, And really, we walk a fine line here in all this flight sim community stuff on the serious level because... Um, I'm in my 30s, um, I know there's a generation behind me by about 10 to 15 years, um, but, you know, I, I don't see it, I don't see the overall number growing, I see a generation of flight simmers that are already retired and getting, you know, getting ready to check out eventually within the next 10 or 15 years, uh, I see a generation that's 10 or 15 years behind them. I see my generation, which is 10 or 15 years behind them. And I see a last generation that's 10 or 15 years behind me. Uh, so that means that we probably have a good... Well, we probably have 10 or 15 years with the people that are currently in charge of PMG... Well... Let's look at it this way. Um, Randazzo probably has 10 or 15 years left in his career. I don't know how old he is, but that's probably how much time he'll continue to uh, devote to the hobby because he's going to want to retire at some point. Who wouldn't? Um, So then the question becomes, who's going to carry the torch? And if somebody doesn't carry the torch, well, then we have 10 or 15 years left of serious simming. Um... So we've got a problem here. We've got a problem on the user base level. We've got a problem on the platform level because we have options, but people are unsure, and there may just be a segment of the population um, that says FSX until the day that I die. Um, and eventually, I hate to say it, but eventually the version of Windows that exists will not be compatible with FSX. We've really been lucky considering that FSX came out around the time Vista did. Uh, And we're now, you know, we've lived through the horribleness that was Vista. We lived through the horribleness that was Windows 8. Uh, Windows 7 was good, um, and, you know, Windows 10 is okay. But, I mean, think about it. That's one, two, three, four versions of Windows. So... I mean, whenever the next iteration of Windows comes out, I seriously doubt it'll support FSX. I hate to break that to to the community, but that's going to be the way it is. So, 
Um, you know, our numbers are dwindling, I would imagine. Um, if we don't have a good platform to latch on to, um, which we do, if people don't latch on to one of the platforms that are that's currently developed, available, one of the next-gen platforms, P3D or Xplain, um, then you're going to lose people in the hobby. Um, we've had a lot of patience over the last 10 years. Um, you know, obviously P3D within the past couple of years has picked up some steam, but overall there's been a lot of patience in the community, a lot of um, people sticking it out. Um, and the question becomes, how much longer can you stick it out? Um, and 64-bit is here. Um, you just have to decide to go to X-Plane. That's, you know, and or, or wait for P3D version 4, I suppose. But, I don't know. Uh, it's a complicated situation. Um, and that's the way I see it from uh, my perspective. So, hopefully that provided value and insight for some of you. Um, I will comment on... Um, Flights and World more when it comes out. Um, I might still pursue an interview at Dovetail, though I would imagine at this point, based on what I've published, uh, my relationship with Dovetail is probably a little bit frayed. Um, but uh, we'll see what happens with that. Um, and like I said, I've got interviews lined up. We'll see what comes in the future. Um, but I published a lot of content recently, um, and I feel like I'm doing too much of it, so I'm gonna try and back off. We'll see if I can actually do that or not, because let's face it, there is a lot of interesting and possibly exciting stuff going on in the flight sim world right now. So, um, again, I, I really hope that I can put my money where my mouth is and move over to X-Plane, um... But this whole idea of shunning P3D, I think, is over. Eventually, I'm going to have to bite the bullet and probably do have both P3D and X-Plane. It's going to cost a ton of money. Um, but I think that's the way it's going to have to be. Um, and I think that's probably the way it should be for uh, serious simmers everywhere. And if you're just an all-around simmer, then you're going to have all three platforms. Uh, I think that's the future that we're looking at. So, with all that said, uh, I think I'm done. So, if you have feedback, N-I-C-N-A-C-J-A-K at gmail.com is the address to reach me at. The main website now is nicknackjack.wordpress.com um, and uh, show, full show notes will be on there under the uh, FS Ride Along page. Um, and until next time, stay safe, stay sane, happy landings. Bye. So catch me if you can. I'm running hard without a job before I land. So catch me if you can. I'm on the blocks, my hat pulled down.